are Locked On Packers. I feel like we can run the table. We really do. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Floats it. Your team. Oh, every day. Touchdown. You are Locked On Packers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski. And I cover the Packers for the leap. A newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. You can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet. And the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how the Green Bay Packers come back to beat the Chicago Bears 45, yes, 45 to 30 in a game that was 3-0 Chicago after the first quarter and the Packers were trailing 10-0 in the second quarter, 45 points scored in the second quarter, which is a rivalry record, but it was the third quarter that the Packers made this game theirs when they scored 17 unanswered in the third period and they came out victorious. They go to 10-3 and on the season. Thanks to everyone who makes Locked on Packers their first listen of the day. Thanks to everyone who is here with us on YouTube right now, live after the game. If you're listening to us the next day with your coffee, with your bagel, with your peanut butter toast, it's my go-to, your croissant, if that's what you're into, congratulations. We love you. That's what you're trying to do. The Packers get an enormous win, a win that that looked tenuous in the first half. A Packers team that loves to start slow. And, and look, we are going to talk about the special teams, I promise. But what this Packers team has done and this is this is one of those good side bad side things that we have to get to this year green bay and this was on the the nbc broadcast in the first quarter they are just struggling early on they are minus 27 plus minus in the first quarter they're plus 68 after that They have not been able to get off to fast starts so far this season, and it has been a problem. It has been a problem all year, and if they don't get it figured out, it will be a problem in the postseason against better teams. It will be a problem if you go down 14-0 against the Cowboys, if you go down 10-0 against the Buccaneers, if you go down 13-0 against the Cardinals. It will be a much bigger problem for Green Bay than it's been so far this season. And the difference, at least to my eyes, is the offensive structure. Early on in this game, they wanted to hit every big play. And my my intuition is to blame the quarterback for that. <laughs> and I, and I, I understand there will be people who um, will go, yeah, of course you you hate Aaron Rodgers. Of course you blame the quarterback for that. That's just that's just how this works. No, um, 
I don't I don't hate the quarterback. Aaron Rodgers played incredible in this game and was was one of the big reasons why they won it. 29 of 37 for 341 and four touchdowns, a 141.1 passer rating. He was terrific in this game. But they they wanted to push the ball, it seemed, early on. A lot of double moves, long developing plays, make the protection hold up, and the Packers' offensive line was not up to the task, not without Elton Jenkins, not without David Bakhtiari, not without Josh Myers, and not without, eventually, Billy Turner. We don't know what the situations with uh, Billy Turner is right now, but it does. It, it seemed bad. He was pissed on the sidelines when it came to having to go into the blue medical tent. We don't know what that what that injury is at this point other than a knee injury he got rolled up and it was brutal. Now Dennis Kelly played well in his absence and and credit Brian Brian Gutekinds of the of the numerous veterans that he brought in. Brian Kelly has not Dennis Kelly, excuse me, has not been one that that the Packers have had to rely on so far this season. And he comes in in a big spot and and gives them a boost. This this offense, for it to come through the way that it did without all of those offensive weapons and and understanding, okay, seven of of these points, Rasul Douglas, who once again makes an incredible play, two pick sixes in, in two games for him. But still to have, what, 38 points in this game against a solid defense uh, coming off the bye where you scored zero points in the first quarter to score all of those points in three quarters makes you go, oh, that's what this team can look like. And for them to do it running Matt LaFleur's offense, that is the thing because... It seems like, again, I don't want to blame Aaron Rodgers for this because I don't know if it is a Rodgers thing. Matt LaFleur wants to, wants, to, wants to hit big plays. This was the thing, even in Tennessee when he was the OC, they wanted to create down the field. They wanted to create big plays. They wanted to create chunk plays. He, I think, as part of his DNA as an all-gas, no-break coach, wants to create the big play down the field. So I don't just want to say this is Aaron Rodgers. But, okay, but um, the, the the offense in the script, the first 20 plays this season has been garbage. It's been garbage. After that, it's been terrific. And the reason it has been good after that is quick game, Run game, RPO, screen game, play action, Matt LaFleur. That has been the difference. And and that was the deal in this game. You go back and you look at the big time scoring drives, the drives that really made a difference in this game. Green Bay, after they go down 10-0, they have an 11-play, 75-yard touchdown drive. And that was all A.J. Dillon run game and Matt LaFleur play action game. Dump off Josiah DeGuara turns into 25. Aaron Jones has, you know, seven yard run, 11 yard run. Those things add up. 
And eventually, you, you know, you you turn into um, the, the the Alan Lazard pass from from Aaron Rodgers, and you get on the board. The Packers they they get the 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 late in the the half touchdown. You get Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams, big play for 44. Devontae Adams, big play for 38. Now that is a little bit more drop back stuff, but it's still combination routes, double moves, that kind of thing. Packers come out. Second half. It's this is this is how the second half started for Green Bay. AJ Dillon run, eight yards. AJ Dillon run. Five yards. Quick game to Devontae Adams. First down, 12 yards. Aaron Rodgers, quick game to Devontae Adams. 16 yards. A.J. Dillon run. Aaron Rodgers, quick game. MVS, eight yards. A.J. Dillon, 11 yards on the ground. A.J. Dillon, one yard on the ground. Aaron Jones, touchdown. That is a perfect Matt LaFleur drive. By Matt LaFleur standards, that is a perfect drive. The Packers get the lead. They do not relinquish it. That is your ball game. This is how the Packers want and need to play. And in this game against a quality Bears defense, the offense is a mess, right? We know the offense is a mess. They average five yards per carry on the ground. And that's with that's, by the way, with two Kurt Bankard uh, kneels for minus one. You get Al Lazard involved, a little end around for 14, but but Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon combined for 106 yards on 20 carries. So you're talking about, you know, really doing some work there over five yards a carry in those situations. Aaron Rodgers, he got a carry in this game, not really a carry. He'll, he'll be glad it wasn't a sack. They ran the ball effectively enough, 24 uh, rushing attempts, 29 completions for the Packers, 37 total rushing attempts. You don't need it to be one-to-one by any means. They came out a little, little cold, but once they started to hit the Matt LaFleur parts of the offense, once they started to get the run game going a bit, not even a lot, a bit, then you're able to hit you, you get the quick game going. Now it's easy to get those combination routes on the outside. Now you got to bring a single safety down in the box. So you play single high and now it's go time. Now it's Devontae Adams combination route, wheel, post, and you've got a big play touchdown. That, that moves the needle for everything that you are trying to do in this game. And for Green Bay to come out against a quality defense and put up 38 points offensively, you add the pick six. And this offense really has done a tremendous job over the last month or so. They found their stride. They didn't even play great in this game. That's the thing. I mean, you go back to that Seattle game. They, they win 17 nothing. Aaron Rodgers, you know, doesn't practice. But that since then, 31 points against the Vikings, 36 points against the Rams, 45 points against the Bears. This offense is starting to really, really hit its stride. And what's crazy is they're not even playing great. They really aren't. They're not even playing great against three 
quality defenses. They have lit them up, and they're just B-plus B, B kind of game. I mean, we haven't seen the A-A-plus game from this Packers offense yet, and if we do, if we do, it's a wrap. It is a wrap because this Packers defense, they're able to rush the passer. They're able to create turnovers in the back end. The safeties are playing terrific football. You have Devondre Campbell. You have these guys up front, Kenny Clark, Rashawn Gary, Preston Smith. He baptized Tevin Jenkins. Welcome to the NFL, Tevin Jenkins. You do not know the deal here. You do not know the deal in the NFL because Preston Smith just showed you, just showed you, you are not ready. And, and look, I love Tevin Jenkins. I was a big Tevin Jenkins fan in the draft. I, I thought Green Bay would be smart to draft Tevin Jenkins. Now, there's a lot of medicals, the back injury. He didn't get to, a chance to play for a while. But Green Bay made it all work defensively. Now, did they play great football? No. It was the, I, I thought it was the worst half defensively that they played all season in the first quarter or first half, excuse me. And, you know, it's not even all their fault. In the second half, in the second half, Green Bay's defense allowed three total points. And outside of the second quarter, they allowed six total points. Now, the defense did not allow the seven of the special teams. The punt return touchdown, the longest punt return in, in Bears history. God bless America. And... If not for the special teams, and I, I tweeted this. If not for the special teams, this is a this is a boat race. This is a this is a, a, a an ass kicking, and it was anyway. They won by fifteen. They covered the spread, and and it still felt like a game that was closer than it should have been because the special teams could not cover anyone. Anyone pick someone to go tackle, and and tackle that guy. I don't know how you can finish the season with the status quo here. This is a Super Bowl team, and maybe they finish the season with them, with with Mo Drayton, and they try and make a, a move in the offseason. But but somehow, a terrible special teams has gotten worse, and I I don't know how things get get worse if you make a a, a call here. We're going to talk about this special team situation coming up after this. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at DirecTV Stream. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live. Another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone and you've got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment that you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called DirecTV Stream, and it brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite shows, movies, and, show and sports all in one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, no annual contract. That is truly the best part. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtvstream.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required and content varies by package. 
And if you're like me, just about every day you stare into the cabinet going, well, I don't have anything good to eat. I did this today, in fact. And I got a note today, in fact, from a Locked on Packers listener who made a purchase of Just the Cheese. Because Just the Cheese is the snack that you don't realize you need until you've eaten it. And then once you've eaten it, you go, how did I ever, how did I ever deal with my, my late afternoon hunger pangs without it? Just the Cheese is a bar. It's a bar made of cheese. Just cheese. No fluff, no filler, 100% cheese. But it's not a bar like you think of a protein bar. It's a crispy, crackly cheese bar. Okay? Think about that. Delicious. It's cheese and crackers without the crackers, which also means without the unnecessary carbs. My favorite, the jalapeno. And you get that that cheesy, spicy combination. Uh, it, it tastes like a potato chip, but isn't. And it, it is so much better for you. Just natural cheese baked until it's crunchy to give you that great taste of Wisconsin cheese with the crackle of a cracker. And you can go find it and support two Midwest businesses. Quick Trip. Quick Trip has just the cheese. Go check it out. All right. The topic that is dominating the chat and dominating my Twitter mentions. Special teams. Special teams was a Travis mockery in this game. Terrible. Terrible. And it's been bad this year. It's, it's been not good. <laughs> um, but it hasn't been this bad. It hasn't been this atrociously terrible. 97-yard punt return touchdown. Multiple kick returns past the 40. Just hasn't been what this team has done. They've actually had pretty good kick coverage so far this season. And it... it, it is weird that we we saw this happen in this game. Now, luckily, the Packers were able to make it work. They're able to get the win. They're able to cover the spread. You know, good teams win, great teams cover, of course. But this special teams is a problem. And it is one of those things where if you're if you're gonna play the Cardinals, who are you know, roughly as good as Green Bay. If you're going to play the Bucks, who are roughly as good as Green Bay, they let the Bills, who are not playing great football, back in their game as well. But you give up a touchdown in this game, just, just purely um, directionally, functionally, you give up a touchdown. Okay, special teams. It's not like one of those like, oh, you throw an interception and it turns into a touchdown seven. No, no, no. That's not what happened. The Packers kicked. The Bears caught. And then they ran to the end zone. Like it is it is about as directly related as you can get. Seven points. Now, two other Bears scoring drives started thanks to Long returns, long returns past the, the past the 40 yard line. Can't have it. 
can't have it in the postseason. So getting to 10-3 and three is nice. It's great. You love to see it. And the Packers are in good position because they did it. But you cannot have these miscues. You cannot have them in the postseason. Think about the NFC Championship game. At the end of the first half, this is not a special teams thing, but this is just like one of those minute plays that can fundamentally alter the trajectory of a game. Tom Brady throws a prayer to the right sideline. Will Redmond drops a gift interception. No one around him. Ball right through the wickets. The next play or that same drive, I don't know if this is the very next play, is the Kevin King, Scotty Miller play. And the Buccaneers score, and now it's, you know, 28 to 7 or whatever, whatever the, the situation was. That's the dip, that's the difference. The, the Packers might win that game if that one play goes differently. So these little these little plays in in a conference that is separated by the minutest of margins, the smallest, the just the the slivers of margins. You cannot have these kinds of mistakes. Not when you have this offense, Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones, you put up, you know, you score 45 total points offense and defense in this game. The defense playing so much better than it did a year ago. I understand this was the worst defensive performance of the team this season, but, or at least since week one, you can't have this. You can't have it. The special teams cannot do this. You could scuttle a Super Bowl season with a performance like this. So, look, I I am not someone who likes to call for anyone's job. I didn't even like to do it. Mike Patton, I didn't like to do it. Tom Capers, I, I, you know, sort of all couched under the, uh, the auspice of sometimes it's just time. Sometimes it's just time. It's not working out. It's better for everyone. You know, Mike Patton, congratulations. You're working with the Bears now. Probably not the best, but he still has a job. I I don't know how you can have any confidence in this coaching staff, this special teams coaching staff moving forward. I don't. And it's not just the coaches. Because Amari Rodgers has has muffed multiple punts this season, including one that was mercifully called back because of a penalty in this game. Could have been a, 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 a well a momentum alterer, assuming you believe in momentum. But it would have been a monster play in the game if if that play had been allowed to stand. Now you can't advance. Uh, a muffed punt. It is amazing to me how many NFL players do not know those rules. I mean, my guy just ran like he he thought that he could score a touchdown. That's not how it works. But this, the last time this happened, Matt LaFleur went to Mo Drayton and said, 
get him out of there. And Mo said, no, no, no. Turns out Malfour is right. Get him out of there. And then they put Randall Cobb back there against the Rams. He muffs a punt. What, what is happening? What is going on? So, look, Amari Rodgers could very well become a useful player. Remember, most rookies are bad. I'm not ready to just be like, okay, Amari Rodgers sucks, and you can't use him, and and you know, don't put him out there ever for any reason. No, not not that. He he's not your primary punt returner, and he's not your primary kick returner. Malik Taylor, what what are you doing, my guy? What are you doing? That ball was going to go out of bounds. You don't need to do the slick thing, the Ty Montgomery, like I'm going to catch it and be out of, like you don't have to do that. Just let it go. There's plenty of time for Amari Rodgers to turn into a useful NFL player. Most rookies are bad, right? But he's not that now. You got to put someone else back there. And if all your punt returner is meant to do is fair catch and whatever, fine. That's fine. Bring Charles Woodson out of retirement and just say, Chuck, all you're going to do is catch punts and fair catch them because we trust you to do that. Fine. Put Alan Lazard back there. Put someone you trust back there and just say, you're just going to fair catch punts all day. Just fair catch it or don't catch it. Whatever you want to do. Try and block every punt. Something. I mean, this is, it has gotten to the point where it's just like, what is going on? What is happening? Why is this, why is this still a thing that is going on? It's unbelievable. I, I I will understand if Matt LaFleur does not make an in-season coaching change to a degree. That's how bad it's been. That's how bad this game was. In the same way that like Gus Bradley's refusal to play two high safeties against Kansas City for the Raiders is a fireable offense on its face. Continuing to put Amari Rodgers out there and continuing to have problems with every facet of special teams. I mean, thank God the kicking game was fine in this game. Thank God they didn't have any problems with Mason Crosby. Thank God you didn't have any operational issues in this game. Because that would have just been, you know, the sort of cherry on top in all this of the shit Sunday. They have to get this figured out. This is a Super Bowl team. This is a Super Bowl team. And special teams is just not good enough. It's just not good enough. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. Built Bar is the perfect treat this holiday season. You're going to eat a lot of things that are delicious, that might might make you feel less than stellar. And that's okay. Listen, the holidays are for enjoying yourselves. Everyone should be enjoying the holidays. It's great. Enjoy yourselves. 
hashtag treat yourself. We don't do that anymore, but hashtag treat yourself. It's okay. Do that. But there are plenty of times when you can have something delicious that doesn't make you feel guilty about it. That doesn't make you feel like, oh, why did I do that? Built Bar is that thing. They've got delicious flavors, cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate. If you like a little fruit, raspberry, cherry, it gives you that extra fuel to power through a family situation that maybe you're not super into. <laughs> we, we talk about that a lot with Thanksgiving. Christmas can be the same kind of way. Other holidays. Listen, I understand. Built Bar is delicious and good for you. That's what you need to know about Built Bar. And I've been telling you about it for, I mean, years now. Years. The chocolate. You know, the holiday season is about sweets. It's about treating yourself, but also giving yourself something that is good for your body. And that's what Built is all about. High in protein, high in fiber, low in fat, low in net carbs, low in sugar. Go to Built.com and use promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. That's Built.com and the promo code LOCK15 to get 15% off your order. Today's episode is also brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered all season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before as football season continues the march to the playoffs. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the new updated website or desktop site today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code locked on to get that bonus. Basketball, football, NHL, boxing, UFC, down to your favorite Las Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers. For the 2021 season, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. The Packers are 10 and 3. They are number two in the NFC standings and could be number one in the 24 hour span that you might hear this. But by midnight east, Tonight, midnight central time tonight, the Packers could be the number one seed in the NFC, of course, depending on when you listen to this. The Packers are also favored against the Ravens. Part of that is because, you know, who knows what the situation is with Lamar Jackson. Uh, we're going to have plenty of time to talk about all of that coming up this week. Um, the, the Packers-Ravens line on Bet Online is actually not even up right now because we don't know the situation with Lamar Jackson. If it's Tyler Huntley, I mean, the, the Packers were already favored before all of this. So if if Lamar Jackson is out, the Packers, I mean, they might be a touchdown favorite in Baltimore. And that means that they're going to be favorites in every game the rest of the way this season, setting up the opportunity for them to win out, run the table, and get that number one seed in the NFC. Plenty to come this week. We are going to have a lot of fun. And the holiday is right around the corner. So uh, we're going to continue, by the way. All those weeks, we got real shows. We're doing the whole thing for the rest of the way. This is, it's Packers time. Snow's on the ground. It's cold. The Packers are, are in the mix in the NFC. We're not slowing down. We're not stopping. We're not doing any of that. So let's go. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook. Subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to hit us up, 
on the Locked On Packers fan hotline. You can do that 920-341-3775 to stay Locked On Packers.